0: talking about sexuality with your kids like how important that is and how absent that seemed to be for our generation
1: so uh my daughter comes home (laughs) i realized that she's in love with this kid named lucas she was like oh lucas said that i look beautiful today and i was like you look beautiful every day who's this lucas kid (laughs) (laughs) so then yesterday robin my wife sends me shows me a picture and it's her and lucas sitting at the table and i was like this kid looks like a serial killer. Red I'm, flags, red flags. I, I'm literally like... Sorry I'm like, to
2: Lucas's parents. <clears throat> and...
1: <laughs> I don't care. Hashtag
3: the Real Dad Podcast. Do not care.
1: <laughs> don't raise such a creepy little critter.
3: <laughs> if you got some time to relax your mind, come have breakfast with The Real Dad Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Come one, come all to the Real Dad Podcast. I'm Dave. Oh, these are awful. <laughs> Mark, why are you putting a peanut butter pretzel in your mouth I'm right before so, you're supposed know. to say your name? I'm so
1: sorry. I'm Mark. I'm Joey. And This is disgusting. <laughs> My God.
0: I could have warned you, but I didn't. So I'm Joey.
2: Um, and I'm Brian.
0: <laughs> that's like top three worst things you could put in your oh. mouth right before podcast yeah the oh, up, a soft friend. pretzel yeah like i
3: watch the or listen gum. to the smartless podcast and they always mm-hmm. chirp each other when they're eating on the other side of the yeah. and like you can't see them or anything but they make make sure to make fun of them oh yeah and you just throw a pretzel in your mouth right before you're supposed to talk i'm starving i just ran for like four
1: hours so mm-hmm. excuse me fair point um I just wanted some peanut butter, and that, I, 10 out of 10, do not recommend those President's Choice peanut butter-filled Hey, no, no,
3: don't knock those, because they are delicious. They're when disgusting. They, when they're, they're fresh, they're no, good. They're great no, they're when great they're when they're great. fresh,
2: yeah. Okay, Let's They make on. you thirsty just enough, but also give you just enough saliva to want more.
3: Funny story mm, about that. <laughs> um, don't <laughs> eat those. They... Well, no, you I... said it gives you enough saliva. If you have uh, smoked some weed... You do not have enough saliva no, 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 to no, no, break no, down yeah. a peanut butter <laughs> pretzel. Oh, wow! <laughs> when okay. we were at our buddy Brandon's cottage in the summer for like right. this guy's weekend, the hangout, you guys weren't there and I got one of those weed pens and I'm not somebody who smokes weed at all, but I was like, well, why not? Let's give it a go. So I was sitting by the campfire having one of those and then I got hungry, got, got the munchies and I went inside and I came out with the peanut butter pretzels. And I put one in my mouth, and it was like chewing bubble gum. Like it would not break down in my mouth. I thought I was gonna choke on this beautiful <laughs> pretzel. Yeah.
0: How many hits of the pen did you take?
3: I don't like. I don't even remember. It was like three or four, That's and then it got it, it got yeah, passed around. Bears. Like I was in a good spot. Yeah. And then it got passed around, and then I was like, "Oh, sure, I'll have another hit," because I wasn't really feeling anything. You needed I... to
0: do like two max. And Just then wait. With those pens because it's an order. How long do you have to that's wait? Such a, that's it's a weird... not long, but it feels like longer because you're in a social setting. Yeah. And, and it feels like it's right. been a long time. But really, with two hits with someone who doesn't smoke, you take those two and you're probably like 10, 15 minutes. Then it'll start to, then you'll start to feel like. And that.
2: that's, a, that's a part about it that I don't like. Because right. like, it just feels like I'm just getting started. Yes. And then it's over. Yeah. Well,
1: <laughs> the problem is you keep going. Yeah. yeah I know.
2: I know. <laughs> well, um, and that's
3: worse. You guys know me. I like chug my coffee. Hey, like oh, yeah. I finish drinks <laughs> way too quickly. So, yeah. like, with alcohol, when I'm drinking it, I know what I'm doing. And like a wise friend of ours, Pat Burton, taught mm. me when you're having like a, a drink with ice in it, like an alcoholic drink, once you finish your drink, chew your ice. That gives you your water to help like hydrate you. And it like also balances you from going to get another one. So I've kind of got my system down with that to be able to keep myself fairly well balanced. Right. I mean, unless you're at the Dorados and you shoot fireball and. Anytime you've ever Shotgun drank anything, you've gone zero to. from
1: like wasted real quick. <laughs> this ice is not helping you.
3: I, I did not think this episode was going to take off in this direction, but I'm really <laughs> enjoying yeah. it. I'm actually like coming to look back on the year. We could do a little bit of a look back. Yep. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I have partied a lot this year. Yeah. Like I hard. think post-COVID, where I like we hadn't done much. But, like, I went on my buddy's bachelor party, which was just a party after party after party, and then partying with clients, and there was a... A lot this year. You, know, year. you know
1: it's a lot when my wife will watch the stories and be like, oh, Dave's drunk again. His
3: clothes are off. <laughs> the trips with Pfizer? <laughs> yeah, it's I had a good, good year. time this year. Yeah. And we still got another party ahead of us. That's it. We right. right. got a couple.
0: We got a couple. I yeah. like it. No, you need an advisor. in the same way that you did with the alcohol, you need that with weed as well. You yes, need an okay. advisor to calm you down. Because really up there... There wasn't a lot of smokers, other than Abby. but right. he is not a reliable no, smoker. No, 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 no. Yeah. He's just always smoking. Yeah. So. <laughs> Next time. I got your back, David. Well, and Brian
3: mm-hmm. just read an article that shrooms are apparently the safest, or not, the- was it the safest or the... Straight- safest drug to take. To oh, take, yeah. apparently. Yeah. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, well, okay, yeah. funny story, okay? <laughs> have We're you... Going, I've, I've never, never tried it. Neither have I, yeah.
1: So, apparently. real funny story. <laughs> I'm in high school, and I try shrooms for the first and only time in my life, okay? Yeah. They don't kick in. So I'm like, this, this is the worst. And my buddy's like, we should go to the Jays game. I'm like, yeah, we, we totally should. These things, we're, we're talking like 45 minutes, are still nothing.
2: The, are you in the 500 level?
3: I don't know. If we that didn't even in. make it. to totally. <laughs> okay, wait for we're, it. We're yeah.
1: going, so we literally, these shrooms kick in. You know, so at, at the Whitby or Oshawa, you have to go underground and then like walk yeah. back up. And it's it's a big flight of steps, (laughs) so I'm walking up, and all of a sudden the the mushrooms kick in, and just a herd of people. The train had already come. (laughs) The people are off the train, and they're just coming down like a zombie apocalypse. And boom, these mushrooms kick in, and I just start screaming at the top in the tunnel. In the tunnel. In with be, and my friends fuck off. They leave. They go to the Jays game, because they can handle their mushrooms. Me, not so much. Screaming in a tunnel. Uh, screaming at the top of my lungs. Then I have to call my dad to come and pick me up, okay? My dad goes, where are you? Why are you crying? Like, what is happening? <laughs> He comes and gets me. And he goes, what the hell? And I was like, I'm gonna, i i got to tell you something, okay? I, I don't want you to get mad at me, but it's just like, now's not the time to have this conversation. But I, I tried mushrooms. And he goes, well, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm like, well, no, I know that. And he goes, you're allergic to penicillin. Oh. And I was like, so what's going to happen? He goes, you're probably going to die. <laughs> oh, shit. That's a great time. What I go? That is a great what? time. <laughs> he goes, yeah, this is your last ride, bud. Enjoy it. You might want to roll the window down. And... He locked the fucking window on me. So I'm sitting there the whole way trying to get the window to come down. Then he sends me into my room at the times in the basement and it's like an old 80s house so it's like you got wainscoting on the bottom and then on the top it's stucco, right? Oh yeah. I'm sitting there I'm not kidding I don't even it felt like hours it was probably minutes but the stucco is like coming out at me and I can't not look at it so every <laughs> once in a while he'd come down and check on me and I was like do I have to go to the hospital he goes yep and then he'd walk back upstairs and leave me in the <laughs> fucking room and then he'd come back downstairs and be like, I'm like dad when are we going to the hospital he's like soon man it's only been a little bit and this, he did, he did this all night fucking long and I was just there
0: like what a move yeah. so oh, needless to say I
1: never did mushrooms again in my life and I always get jealous of people that were like, Oh, yeah, we should do shrooms. I was like, Enjoy! I out. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm allergic to penicillin, but I tell the doctor every time I go any allergies, penicillin.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I don't even, what
1: happens when you take it? You do not want to know, sir <laughs> or ma'am.
3: It's scary. No, is that a bad dad moment
1: or a real dad moment?
2: That's a that's real a- dad moment. That's
3: great, and like. Those are things that I haven't thought about being a dad, like, yet. Because, obviously, all of our kids are young, right? Like, we don't think about those times when they get into a party or get into a sticky situation or do something like that, and... You do. You have the ability to just absolutely fuck with them if you want. <laughs> that and 100%. it would be like, 100%. obviously you're making sure they're safe and yeah. all, but, like, you just get to drive home the message to yeah, them that wants, you don't want to do this again. Yeah, yeah.
2: never takes shrooms again. Yeah. Yeah. It
1: worked. I have so many of those stories. Like, I oh, know my dad was like... My dad, had, we had this weird relationship where, like, he worked a lot, but I did, like, I, I could go to him and tell him things with the trust that, like, I wasn't going to be, like, grounded for infinity. Mm. And... But he did fuck with me. Like, I remember the first time I got drunk, he was like, he knew I was drunk and I was going over, but he had already talked to the parents and I knew none of this. So, like, he knew I, it was like a controlled environment. So I go up and I'm like, I'm fucking wasted and I'm trying to play it cool. And then he's like, You pissed yourself. And I was like, What? And I'm looking down, and I'm like, no. He goes, yeah, you've got pissed. I didn't piss myself, but he told me that I did. <laughs> 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 Just
0: That's totally so fucked with me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget. It. So, yeah. That's amazing.
1: I'm looking forward to those
0: those times. <laughs> oh, yeah. You hold on to those memories <clears throat> so yeah. that you can do that to your kids. Yeah, 100%.
3: Well, and I find it interesting not knowing what it's going to be like when our kids get older, right. or like what they're going to get into, who they're going to be. Because, like, my siblings, we have completely different stories as far as, Are like teenage young adult years my brother he did it all like he Mm -hmm. he did like a lot of drugs a lot of partying a lot of like he's a great guy Mm -hmm. and i learned a lot of not doing those things because (laughs) like he would tell me stories or like like he would, like, almost tell you, like, Davey, don't do this kind of thing. Right. Like, yeah. trust me, I, I've done this before. That's you right. don't want to go down that road. Yeah. This might be fun for you, but don't do this. Yeah. And, like, just being that much younger than them, watching them grow up, I I didn't, I didn't, just didn't have, like, a a desire to get into doing different drugs and stuff like that. It's like, I didn't even start drinking or partying that much more until, like, my 20s when we got our house together, Joe, and then we had people over and stuff more often, but not knowing who your kids are going to be like, what they're going to go through, and, and even how to steer them because it is an interesting conversation on, like, what you feel comfortable with your kids doing and not, and a lot of the times doing drugs or drinking too much can put you into compromising situations. Yeah. Um, and if you don't have the right friend circle around you, you could be left in a tunnel in Rippy, <laughs> right? Screaming at the top of your lungs. Yeah. But like, it, it, it is a little worrying as a parent, yeah. not knowing where they're going to go. But at the same time, some of those stories are great memories percent, oh, funny it. things to look back on, knowing that you are okay, you were in a safe environment right. and you are being it. taken care of. Yeah. The the only thing
1: now that worries me is the internet. Like when we when I was like when we were in high school and stuff, it Good still point. wasn't it yeah. still wasn't like a thing, right? Or it wasn't as easily accessible. And we got to experience life like before instant access to the entire world. Yeah. Whereas our kids aren't going to be that lucky, unfortunately, and fortunately. Right. So it's it does scare me a little bit cuz even if they're at house parties and those house parties you can get out of control and like stuff you, you know a quick pan of the room and that pull gets posted to social media and you never know like yeah. whose face gets recognized or or where things go with AI so that kind of always like is very ingrained in me like I just the internet is forever and like some of the stupid Facebook posts that come up on my thing now that yeah. you used to write when you're like young and dumb and you know on the internet it's just it scares me for for our kids.
3: for sure, like yeah. when we were at that Wiser's event and I clearly had uh, gotten into my fun zone.
2: <laughs> Dave, put your clothes on. <laughs> I'll never
3: forget uh, that. I said it's not a party unless I'm only wearing that. Who said that? So I, I, said that. I did. I, I spoke it into existence. No, no, no we'll the Wiser's you rep. Oh, oh, he did. Yeah, John, <laughs> hilarious. because yeah, he's inside and they like it. knock on the door was and I'm put like, your, your nipples. <laughs> on the window. Yeah, it wasn't like Dave, it was David. It was David. David! Oh, Put man, David on. and you! Oh, yeah. He two syllable. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Put your clothes on. But I mean, it's working out for us. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but, like you were talking about with social media, because like, I'm the social media guy. I'm yeah. putting videos up and I'm talking. I'm having fun. And then we get into the uh, Uber to come home and I pull out my phone and my buddy Ian is like, yoink! Grabs it out of my hand. He's like, nope. You don't need it right now, buddy. Like you're good. And I'm like, am I? He's like, no, no. Trust me. Trust me. I'm doing this for you. That's and I'm a like, team player. Right? Thanks, need, man. Yeah. Thanks. You man. Need friends <laughs> like that. You do. You yeah. You need to just like, that. like be able to. They got your back. They're gonna make sure you're gonna be okay. Yeah,
1: hundred percent. But yeah. I don't think this generation has those types of friends in them. They're just like encouraging to post it because right. they want to go viral. Well, they're, they're holding
0: like, their phones, waiting for their buddy to I do mean. something yeah. stupid because yeah. they yeah.
1: want that instant gratification. It'd be a lot of fun videos of me. (laughs) Oh,
0: yeah, man. Dude, you would have gotten yourself in some trouble. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But it's an interesting um, topic, because how much do you police your kids? And how much does you trying to protect them end up driving them away from you, not wanting to communicate with you. Because like you said, so you hard. had you had that kind of relationship with your dad where you can go to him with anything. Mm-hmm. Because he wasn't being overbearing and overprotective. He'd no. just fuck with you and you came not be this stuff, right? Yeah. And that created a relationship where there was that safety there, where yeah. I feel like sometimes as parents, people can get into that mode where it's yeah. like, no, do not touch it. You're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to do this. I know I had that where... I didn't get too crazy into stuff, but Mm -hmm. there's no chance in hell I was telling my parents about it when I did. Because I knew that all I was going to be met with was that's wrong, you can't do that. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, well, literally everyone I know, I know you've told me peer pressure shouldn't be a thing, but when everyone you know is doing it, you don't want to be the oddball out. Yeah, exactly. And you don't want to, your kid to be ostracized when they're in those situations. Yeah. So it is an interesting balance of creating a safe space, but also educating your kids. Because I think that's the piece that ends up missing. It's like, educate them why you don't do that. Don't just mm. say don't do it. Right. You All know, right. I've got a really funny... Or how to safely like, do yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
1: Not funny. This isn't funny. This is like... Scary. I feel
0: like it'd be a little funny. Though. No, maybe a little. There might be a
1: couple of ha-has.
0: Uh, so my
1: my wife comes to me, and you guys know my wife, right? So she comes to me. She goes, "We need a say for it." I say, "Pardon." She goes, "Sorry,
3: there's the has Right, let a
1: good one. <laughs> she goes, "She goes, no, we need a say for it. Like if one of the other parents is like being too like in oh, it in the moment, kind of we need a, yeah, exactly. Okay, we need a word." Mm. And then she's like, "But it needs to not make sense." So we landed on bananas. And i realized that I call these bananas way more than she calls the bananas. <laughs> so, uh, tonight, yesterday, um, my daughter and her are, are in the bathroom. I swear to God, like I, she, my daughter was going to go flying through the window. <laughs> so I'm trying to change my son's diaper and I'm just like bananas, 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 take the, take the kid. And I'm going to take her and the thing. so I, I pull my daughter aside and we're talking on the bed and I was like, what happened? And she's like, well, mommy grabbed this thing right out of my hand so I told her off. I told her that's not a good thing. And I was like, I had to look at my daughter in the eyes and I was like, I'm so proud of you. Because the amount of, so this is the thing. So this is where, like, I had the conversation with Robin too. Like, I am so proud that you felt enough confidence to look your mother in the face (laughs) and basically say, all the shit you teach me, I'm about to fucking unload on you, lady. (laughs) Because she was literally like stood her ground. She did, And you can't hear that when you're like knee deep in dirty diapers, right? So I didn't know the context. I just heard the fucking like, excuse me, bananas, bananas, right? So then we get in there and Aubrey's telling me her side of the story and I was just like, But that can be rude, and you're not rude. But listen to me. Like, I am so proud that you had the confidence to tell mommy out. That doesn't doesn't mean you get to do that all the time, okay? There is a little bit of level of respect there. But you're right. Mommy shouldn't have done that. If she did, I'm going to talk to mommy too. But um, maybe, you know, if you're feeling inclined, we'll go have, like, a, a little try again. That's what I say right. when when mm. I say try again, and yeah. that means like fucking apologize. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: in not so many words, it's basically like,
1: and it's really funny to hear because I'll be in another room, and then you know that moment where like there's banter and then silence, and yeah. Robin's just looking for the fuck, like just like the right moment to soccer one. Yep. So I'm just like. <laughs> Obs, try again, and she'll be like, "Sorry, mom," like that, like a <laughs> rude little moment there. But I do think that it is important to teach your kids, and I think that it's really, it's hard because it's in the moment. It's it's like it's like a kick in the nuts when your kid is like doing the things that you're teaching them and it doesn't feel like a, like a trophy moment. You know what I mean? Mm. Like you're getting that kind of like reciprocation of like that attitude that they want to have in the world and when they're being ostracized or, or Mm -hmm. little things like that. So I just find it very interesting when you're in those moments and you get to experience firsthand of the personality that you are raising. It's it's interesting.
0: Well, not only that, giving them the ability to stand up to an adult. Yeah. When it's like you want them to have that confidence, like you're saying. Again, it has to come with a level of respect, especially (laughs) when you're dealing with your parent. Yeah. But yeah you want you want to be proud of them for being able to stand up in that moment
1: <clears throat> yeah and to say that and not celebrate it because then yeah. you know what turns it in like, yeah, like oh, dad, <laughs> dad, dad where's dad i was just <laughs> yeah. telling
0: brian yesterday i think about my bad dad moment of having that moment in the bathroom but me with murph because meg had gone out um so i was solo dadding put coop down In the middle of putting Murph down, but she didn't know Meg was leaving, so Meg left, but she wanted Meg to put her to bed, obviously. Murph and Coop.
1: Murph is your daughter. Murph is my daughter.
0: Coop's the son. Got it. So, Coop's down. Murph, I'm doing bedtime because Meg left, but she's pissed because Meg left. She wanted Mommy to do bedtime, so she just decided to saddle up, and I'm just going to keep saying Mommy over and over again. No matter what Daddy says, I'm just going, Mommy, Mommy, Mommy. They know. kids (laughs) kids know <laughs> they, they know how to a get on your skin and, and then I, she got this towel
3: and put ooh. it over his face and started <laughs> dripping water into she his basically face. did that yeah. like that's
0: what that does to me so I, I i did pretty well i think i lasted five minutes easily okay. of like i'm gonna be calm yeah. <laughs> what can no. i do to you i understand your obs- i said all the things yeah. and she just wrote it out and finally I snapped. I was Tom Brian, it was, wasn't was a good dad moment, but I was like, all right, we're starting to label on the punishments here. So you lost your books. What are we doing next? You lose your chocolate tomorrow. Yeah. Does it again? I'm like, mommy's never coming home. Oh, <laughs> no, tell you said that. Oh. You said that? Oh. Yes! Wow. Joey! Yeah. 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 I was like, say it one more time and mom's not coming home and her face switched. And I was like, fuck. Why did I say that? But did it work? It's, well... Sh- it worked in essence like until she tattles it. on <laughs> you. I <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 got <laughs> You're fucked. <laughs> oh
1: my god, that that fucking waterboarding. I, like, Robin would just put a pillow over my face the second I told her. <laughs> oh I did bounce god. back,
0: so like oh. I did apologize pretty quickly. I was like, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Mommy's always gonna come back. That's you were making me super frustrated. It <laughs> oh, was Hard like, one of those pedal. the words leave your mouth is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah.
3: I love the ridiculous oh, like all. the ridiculous punishment type oh, yeah. things yeah. of like, yeah. well, you're not going to have screens for the like the yeah. rest of the month. Yeah. yeah. Wait a minute, that's punishing me more yeah. than it's punishing you. Yeah. You're not going to have specific screens. Uh, yeah. That makes me feel
1: so good cuz I threatened to touch the elf the other day. I was like mm. <laughs> I was like, I swear to God, I if you do that one him. more time, I will touch this fucking elf.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no! Dad,
1: it's gonna lose its magic! Don't care.
0: Uh,
1: I will touch it. That's
0: a very strange and fantastic threat. That's <laughs> <I laughs> the only a clip thing
1: they care about right script. now. I
2: saw a clip <laughs> today of a dad who had his elf in a box and he took it to like his kid's recital and ha- it was holding it so the elf creepy. could watch the kid Dude. do the recital. I was like, Hard no on the elf. I've yeah. never going there. Oh, <laughs> too <man>. far.
1: <laughs> Aubrey said they had show and tell one day and like four people brought their elves in Ziploc bags. Oh, no. They were like, can oh. we put the elf in a Ziploc bag?
3: I was like, no, I can't breathe. It's still You're
0: <laughs> killing it. Yeah, I can't breathe.
1: She played it though. She knows. She's like, dad, it's still in Toy Story mode. And I was like... Damn,
0: fuck. Oh. <laughs> Toy Story mode. She That's a good it, one. Yeah, we call it Toy Story. Yeah, mode. I like that. She I would, love the like, stare
1: at it. She'd be like, Is it plastic?
3: I'm like, oh. Why are you so fucking intelligent? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I okay, love that. so we've kind of switched grains here. And this, uh, I want to play a clip from a comedian that I saw on Instagram. Okay. Because it goes along the line of like, how to deal with your kids and okay. what your method of keeping them in right. line is. And this comedian is Dustin Nickerson. Um, the most effective thing me and my
1: wife ever did, we lied to
0: him. <laughs> We good made start. them think
1: there was a program, if they were bad enough, they could get sent to, called
0: B-Kim, which stood for bad kids in Mexico. <laughs>
1: we love Mexicans. <laughs> we're going to get it canceled. It was affected for years.
2: It was good. They'd get all scared, like, I don't get it, we, get
1: it. we would milk it, too. Like, we'd be, like, on the freeway and see a bus of kids going by, like, there they go. There
0: they go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez that's what happens when you ask for pokemon cards in target there you go <laughs> my son turned like eight or nine he's like there's no way there is no way
2: be kim was like yeah it is ask your brother and he's like i don't have a brother
4: i'm like exactly
0: right.
4: <laughs> i mean
3: that's going a little overboard but i love the different ways that us as parents Come up with ways of trying to keep your kid in line. Yep. So I was driving Ben to soccer today, and we always have these nice little chats because it's a bit of longer drive, so we get the a nice chat time. Ben is your son. My son, yeah. Got it. Thank you for keeping us in check on those. <laughs> and he, I was like, how, just talking about school, like, how was your day? And he was like, it was great. Uh, he was like, actually, like, in math class, I was, like, really good. Like, we were on our best behavior. I was like, oh, you were, were you? He's like, yeah, because the teacher had, like, somebody in the class, like, observing her, like, watching her, so she told us, like, we need to be on our best behavior for this. And I was like, okay. I'm like, wait a minute. Why aren't you always on your best behavior? And he was like... (laughs) Well, like, uh, um, uh I'm like, what do you mean? Like, he's like, did like, he probably like did all his work yeah. like, was paying attention, not talking to his friends. I'm like, why isn't that your always he's like, well, like, I usually am like, I don't know, like 45%. And I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean? He's it's like, not no, like, 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 maybe I'm at like 65% paying attention. I'm like, why aren't you 100% giving it like paying attention, like being on your best behavior all the time? So then he was just, like, making up things about it. I'm thinking about that, though. I'm like, but why aren't they? Like, what is it that, like, the teacher's like, okay, now I need you to be on your best behavior, and the kids all, like, snap into line. It's like, as a teacher, that would be frustrating because you'd be like, well, now I know that you're capable of just sitting quiet, listening, doing your work, and being on that good behavior. And, like, even us as parents with our kids, it's like, I need you to nut up right now and, like, be (laughs) a good kid. And... (laughs) they can and then there's times where it's just chains are off and Expectations loose cans are too high yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> they set the bar yeah I am like well I can't <laughs> be at 100% all the time but it was interesting like sure. him knowing like mm-hmm. because they're learning about percentages and math oh, yeah. and stuff like that too so he's like well, I'm not always 100%. I do <laughs> oh, I, well, I can't
2: be on my best
3: behavior 100% of the time. <laughs> sure. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't expect these undeveloped brains yeah. to Things be like... here. <laughs> yeah.
1: Captain No Shirt over here is talking about being on your best behavior 100% right.
0: of the time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <That's>
3: unbelievable. <laughs> Mr. David, put your clothes on. <laughs> I wish Ben could have thrown that in your face. Oh, the internet's forever. Well, He's yeah. gonna hear this. Does he have a phone yet? I'm gonna send him a little video. Okay. <laughs> well, we've got that picture of me and him at Johnny's, where he's yeah. pouring the beer into my mouth. True, true.
0: <laughs> he's
1: experienced. Daddy's that.
3: best behavior isn't always there. So,
1: so uh, my daughter comes home, <laughs> and we're we were we're just getting out of like um, uh, birthday season, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about that on the last podcast episode. I realized that she's in love with this kid named Lucas. Ooh. <clears throat> I fucking nice. hate Lucas and I've never even met the child. <laughs> Maybe he's a really nice, <laughs> no, nice boy. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. <laughs> this She talks about all these kids all the time. I don't really pay attention, but she talks about them. And I try to learn names so that I can like, when in doubt, just throw out a random name to make it look like a, you know. So I'm like, hey, how was this person? How was this person? And she was like, oh, Lucas said that I look beautiful today. And I was like, you look beautiful every day. Who's this Lucas kid? <laughs> <laughs> what's, you what's, tell them that. What's today? So then yesterday, Robin, my wife, sends me, shows me a picture because I guess like they they do these pictures in class on yeah. his app or whatever, and it's her and Lucas sitting at the table, and they're drawing doing this little thing, and I was like. This kid looks like a serial killer. Like, oh,
2: I'm, I'm, flagged, red flags, red flags. I'm literally I'm like sorry like, to Lucas's <laughs> parents. <sir.
1: laughs> I
0: don't care. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit.
3: <laughs> Hashtag the real dad. <laughs> do not care. <laughs>
1: don't raise such a creepy little critter. <laughs> 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 and stop hitting on my daughter. Great words. <laughs> Anyways, he's in this stupid little Spider-Man T-shirt. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm like, oh babe, this is such a great picture of you. And she goes, yeah, and that's Lucas. And I was like, I know who he is. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> and Robin, crazy. Robin's just giving me that mom stare from across the room, like be nice. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, she's fucking five. Yeah. Okay. This this isn't gonna be a lifelong thing. She's not Dave Kenny over here. Okay. This isn't gonna be forever but I want her to know that like it's a weird it's a weird thing like being a dad and being like a daughter dad it's just weird and I didn't think it was gonna happen at five years old where (laughs) she's talking (laughs) about marrying this kid and I'm just like no you can do better way better (laughs) she's a fucking 10 and this kid's a troll (laughs) no offense I'm not a bully I wouldn't say it to his face but just Oh,
3: just... <laughs> you're, it's the
1: safe space. You're allowed it, to we, It's a weird thing. I just need to know I'm not alone here. Like, oh, you're not just, alone. So, okay.
0: So we had this recently. So my kids got pink eye, because pink eye ran rampant. Ugh. And then Murph comes just after the fact, so everybody's healed up. It's like, Dad... I think I know where I got the red eye from. And I was like, oh, fuck, where's this <laughs> <laughs> like, I know. We were playing this game and it's the kissing game. So, like, me and all my friends were all kissing. And I was like, oh, <coughs> fuck. You are five years old. Right? Why am I getting into this at five right? years old? <laughs> Like, all right, time to educate, I guess. So, we had to get into it and tell her, okay, it's okay to have fun with your friends, but you don't you don't just kiss random people. No, we, can't, no. we can't go around kissing people and now uh, you know yeah, why because yeah, you're going to get pink eye. You get not you get pink eye. <laughs> <Pink guy, pink laughs> if this is what sticks to <laughs> let you not do this, let's roll with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't kiss your friends or get pink yeah, eye. That's hopefully a that one. doesn't stick around where she's like 18 going to the club yeah, and like, yeah, sorry, yeah. step out, boys. I don't want pink eye. <laughs> you know, yeah,
2: whatever works. Whenever <laughs> she needs a free drink, she'll figure that out. Yeah, <laughs> true. Fair enough, fair
3: enough. I'll like along the lines of the conversation with like the alcohol and party being with your kids that's a very like good and interesting <coughs> conversation that we can get into as well is just like that like ha- like being able to create that safe space for them to be able to talk to you about it right like, we ha- I ha- i'll chat with ben and stuff like that like hey like do you have any crushes like what's going on with that at school and stuff like that and he'll kind of we have an open dialogue about it but mm-hmm. it is an interesting conversation as they grow up going through that life of Like, how are they going to date? Are they, is that something that you're okay with them dating? Like, do you not want them to date other kids until they're certain ages? Like putting boundaries and stuff on that is very much the same kind of realm as partying. Like, do you let your kid go to somebody's house for a sleepover for a party for whatever Mm -hmm. it is? Like, I've been with my wife forever. I would not let my kids go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. That's like, that's a huge topic of parenting and one that, like you said earlier, like, unfortunately for you and fortunate for the rest of us, you're going to have to deal with it before we are because right. your kids are older. Yeah, I'm but taking but notes. <laughs> like dealing with that as your kids get older and talking about sexuality with your kids. Yeah. Like how important that is and how absent that seemed to be for our generation. Yeah. And I think every generation, like, yeah. I think it's just ours that is starting to realize, hey, we should actually talk to our kids about this and not just let sex ed be their guide to how sexuality works yeah. once yeah. they hit the real world. But because it's crazy.
1: It's not even that. It's the alcohol and, and, and the drugs. Like, I, I don't want to say, like, expo- you need to expose your kid to this shit, like, super early. But I think you need to create, like, a safe environment. Yes. Like, my parents came from, like, alcoholic parents so it was i wasn't around alcohol growing up it Mm. wasn't a thing Mm. so when i was exposed to it in high school it was like what this stuff is amazing right but i couldn't go home and i couldn't bring that in there because there's triggers there right so i'm drinking in the park at you know two three o'clock in the morning talking to the grass for christ's sakes yeah because i'm too afraid to go home knowing that my like my parents would always say like it's no problem to come home but it's just it, it. I was there was that fear, yeah. and I think that's that kind of weird dialogue with the kids. Like I would rather you guys drink here. It's like that. Yeah. Like when we were we did that deck in Toronto, and the parents said the same thing. Like we're gonna have a grad party, and they're all underage. But I'd rather have the party be here than somewhere because we yeah. know it's gonna be somewhere, and yeah. at least we can police it a little bit. And and that's where I think I mean it's gonna be really hard. Yep. And I'll probably just put, like, security cameras everywhere in my house. <laughs> <laughs> but it, maybe I won't actually do that. But now that I think about it. <laughs> just not Wi-Fi enabled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just think it's it's that weird kind of balance of, like, how involved are you going to be? And if you're too strict, it, it, they're just going to do it behind your back. And I think that puts them in an even more compromisable situation than, you know, being open and, and acceptable to it. If that's your kind of...
3: But which is an interesting point of the conversation like will they like is it something that is inevitable that they're going to go and party and do drugs not party and and do drugs
1: but they're gonna experiment i think
3: because like for me i had an experience when i was in the summer between grade eight and grade nine so we had like a grade eight during that summer somebody's parents had gone away and he was like hey come on over and it was like midday we went over and Because we don't know anything about drinking alcohol, it's just like, yeah, let's do this. And like you're licking salt off of your hand and doing a shot because you think that's what you're (laughs) supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And like I got tanked and it was a horrible experience. And that was probably my first experience with alcohol other than like having a sip from like my dad's beer or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it was a terrible experience to the point where I didn't end up touching alcohol again until I was much older in life. Mm-hmm. So it, it was it's an, a weird balance of like do you just like get your kids really fucked up so that they don't want to do it again <laughs> but like we're not going to no, do that. No, 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 like, no, no, no. My mom listens to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not
1: going to get them really fucked up. Mm-hmm. But I'm, it
3: it is in tr- an interesting aspect of like is it inevitable or can you educate your kids to be able to wait until they're through that Crazy mental hormone brain of growing up until they're in their ages where they can gather their mentality about it in a right way. I think there's so many levels to it, and yeah. it's right.
2: so much depends on the characteristics of your child. Yeah. Mm. And like how curious they are, right? How much they like tend to like follow like the straight line or not, like, or just follow other people. That's, yeah. yeah. But like, do what they're supposed to do, or, you yep. know what I mean? So, like, there's just so much to with parenting that is, like, just figure it out as you go. Yeah. So, like, you can plan ahead as much as you want, but there's, I, I don't know. I don't know if, if you can really, like, you can encourage open conversation, stuff like that. Like, for me, I rem- I have, a, like, a specific moment in my life, too, where I was, it was in grade, like, the summer between grade 9 and grade 10, mm. where... I, all my buddies were like hockey guys, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember there was a a time in a church parking lot where two of our friends we were they were drinking whiskey and they were like both drunk, and they got into a fight. And for me, like that was so rattling
4: mm-hmm. because I was right.
2: I was never around that, so it was just like it was like such an eye opener for me at the time. And I ended up switching like my friend groups. Oh, wow. And, like, and ended up in a friend group where, like, drinking, like, none of that was, like, even in the conversation. Yeah. Right. So, it was, like, entirely based off of my friend group. It started because of the shame, I think, from my (laughs) religious upbringing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, I think, and then it, like, just morphed through friend groups. And then, like, I got into, like, the hardcore music scene and... What's big in that is, like, Straight Edge, which is, like, no drugs, no alcohol. Like, you can have fun and a good time without doing those things, like, learning to do that. Yeah. So, and that's by going to shows and, like, releasing your energy that way, Mm -hmm. which is really cool and positive. But it also, that was a weird scene in itself because they would a lot of the times the straight edge kids would all end up fighting each other. It's like, Lost this it. is stupid. <laughs> yeah. 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 All this so, pent up, yeah. Yeah, and then like, so I didn't get, I didn't really experiment until I was in university and then it was like, I would go way too hard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like going back to the kids aspect, like, I just feel like it's, you got to play it by ear. Create a safe environment. Yeah. Try and talk to them as much as possible. But like, Every kid's so different. Yeah. You don't know some kids. Like, I know for a fact, my niece, Ella, she'll just, she probably won't right. trend that way. Like, right. that's mm-hmm. just not
1: her, in her DNA. Like, so much of it depends on the kid. Yeah. And I do think that it is important to maybe not prepare like you don't want to obviously like you said prepare too much in advance yeah. but i think it's important to have that conversation with your spouse cuz i think that you guys should be on
3: oh, individual
1: sure. should be on the same level Very of how you want to approach those yeah. conversations <clears throat> and those types of situations Because that could be a deal breaker, like a big deal breaker, and it could cause a lot
0: of conflict as well. Well, it's exactly, it's like, we're all saying it, but it's communication, communication and education between you, your spouse, your kids. Yeah. (laughs) Because that's the only thing you can do. Yeah. While you were saying that, Brian, it's a point that you made, like, so much of it is just their friend group. And I think we've talked about that a few times, Mm -hmm. about your kids, but like... You having the level-headed mind that you had to be able to switch friend groups at that point. A lot of people don't have that because they're scared. Okay, if I leave this friend group, where do I fit in? Like, where do Mm, I go from here, right? I was someone who jumped around to a bunch of different friend groups. I didn't really have that locked in. Like, these are my people. Same. I just kind of floated around wherever the wind took me. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, like so much of what your kid does when you're not with them with them depends on the friend group that they're yeah. with and that kind of makes inside. me want to be the ho- like the go-to house yeah because we had that when we were younger
2: yep. we had like the house that we all went to and hung out at all mm-hmm. the time yep. and those parents knew all of us very well yes so like imagine how comfortable you would be as a parent if you knew all of your kids friends like yeah. like that like, yeah
0: they were like a second parent to us yeah yep.
2: it was awesome
0: Yeah, and they're that kind of people where hopefully they're talking to those kids' parents to say, hey, they're here, they're having a good time, don't worry, we're home, Mm -hmm. everything's safe here. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like where I grew up a little bit, well, and you grew up in the sticks a bit too, but we had a couple of those houses, but a couple of them were those houses because the parents weren't there. Mm, So a couple of them, they were never around, so those were the houses we went to. (laughs) It It was in the sticks, so I don't know where they were now being older. I'm like, why are these people never home? Like, <laughs> <laughs> where, where are you at on a Thursday night? Right. But they just weren't there. So that's, that's where everybody gravitated to. And that's what creates, I think those dangerous situations. Right. Yeah. And
3: it's so hard and it, it's hard because life keeps us so busy, whether mm-hmm. it's work or any like, like your life can so easily get consumed by other things yep. that, especially once your kids start to get older and more independent, you're like, okay, you don't need me anymore. Like Mm -hmm. you don't need me to like get you the cereal or pour your food for you, like cut up your whatever pancakes, like they can do it themselves. And as they get into their teenage years, it's even more independent. Like maybe they have jobs and maybe they're earning their own money to pay for their own cell phones. Right. Mm -hmm. Like the more independent they get, I think a lot of parents step back and aren't as involved. Mm -hmm. And I was listening to another podcast about, And they were talking about the education system a little bit and how messed up it is and how kids aren't learning in certain ways. And a lot of this, I was kind of relating to that talk because I was listening to it thinking, but where are the parents in this? It's like, yes, I know the kids are spending the majority of the time at school. And if they're not getting the proper teaching or education that they need to in that environment, then why aren't the parents helping them? After the fact, or giving them different ways of being able to learn things mm-hmm. because they get so busy and you can't. Like you come home from work, you make your kids dinner, you clean up the dinner, maybe you have to walk the dog, and then it's bedtime, they mm-hmm. go to bed. And like there just sometimes isn't time in a day to be able to do those things. Mm-hmm. But especially as your kids get older and get gain that independence you need to be able to still be involved in their life. Hmm. Whether it's finding those hours or those minutes in between to have those conversations. Because we say this now about like staying connected with your kid. All of our kids still very much need us. My my oldest being 10, like he's getting more and more independent and doing more and more things on his own. And I like have those moments of realizing like, shit, I still need, I got to check in here. Like mm-hmm. he, he has just been doing his own thing or he had just done all this and like, okay, like, no, I'm going to spend some time with him now because mm-hmm. I don't want that to happen. Mm-hmm. But it is just life. And especially with the way that money is going, we need more of it in order to live, in order to keep providing the mm-hmm. kids their, the lifestyle that we have for them. And it's just, it is a hard, hard, it feels almost impossible to be able to balance it all and stay interconnected. But as our kids get older, I want us all to kind of keep each other accountable mm-hmm. to that, to, yep. to staying involved in their lives. And and even once they have their driver's license and can do things, yeah. maybe you're still driving them places. And it's like, yeah. I can drive myself. It's like, yeah, I'm going to sit with you though. Cause it's like, I want to be like this, spend this time together and yeah. stuff. Right.
1: I had a really good conversation with Robin's dad um, when when Robin was pregnant with our daughter, firstborn. <clears throat> and when we found out that it was a girl, I was kind of scared because I have five brothers, so, like, I don't know how to girl dad. Mm. Um, and he he, he was very, very – he's got three kids. Two of them are daughters and a son, and then um, Robin and her sister. So there's five of them. And he said, uh, a girl will always take care of her dad so you'll always have as long as you're like a decent human being and you you'll always have that comeback a son will want that independence and they'll want to be a better version of you mm. no matter what happens and you need to give them that independence so enjoy them when they're young and then there's this weird period of time that you're going to feel scared lonely And feel like you don't like, like a failure almost. Mm. So when they're young, know that that moment's coming. Mm. And when they hit a certain period and he was like, they're all different, but it's in and around 20 to 22 years old, they all come back. It's like they get burnt, they burn their bridges and they realize that like family and whatever. And they want that relationship with their parents again, as long as you're a decent parent and they're, they all come back yeah. and it's this like refreshing moment of like I did good, I did okay, you and you get to be friends with these people that you got to raise and that conversation has always like obviously it was like f- 6 years ago now but it was it was such a like I'm just very grateful that it happened because I get super frustrated, especially between the hours of four and eight PM yeah. every single friggin' every parent day. Does. <laughs> right? Yeah. But I, I have I have that reminder and I have his voice in my head every single night when I'm just like, put the phone away and just fucking play Barbies. Just right. stack the fucking blocks. Let them like play catch. Do the things because we, we got five more years of this, and then they're going to go into their decade of independence and weird secret stuff that you're not going to know before you're able to, like, get it through. So just be, be present and try, because that's all you can do is just try. To spin off
0: of that, <clears throat> that's the key. You have to put in the time to get them to come back. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> Brian and I were talking about this. Would you clear
3: night. your throat already? Oh,
0: ah. Goodness gracious. There we go. there it's just go. a thing that happens. Just um,
3: disgusting.
0: Because <laughs> the thing is, if you don't put in the time, then they don't come back. Because that was the conversation I think it was you and I having, or maybe it was me and Meg. Because um, that's one of yeah, the that's main weird issues. That's, hold on. <laughs> time out. Time out. Can just Wait, you know what? That's I a, take that as a compliment. Okay, no. I, just, I was talking about that because we were talking yeah. about parenting and yeah, our dad the okay. other day. For like, sure, we were. We like, talked about the fact that we have we these was, real conversations. I was on like,
3: site. I was you sleeping put, like, like, with you or, or my I wife. Like, I don't remember who it was. Brian and Meg We get deep on the subject.
0: Like. Okay. It's kind of weird. <laughs> we had a deep conversation the other night. It was really nice. But yeah, I feel like that's one of the biggest hindrances on the relationship with me and my dad is right. the time wasn't put in. Mm. So now I have no relationship with my dad. Yeah, no, I don't uh, either. Yeah. So that's the challenge that I would put into that concept is, I agree, but I was given my, in my opinion, I was given my independence too early. We hit like 12 and 13 in our family, and our dad took us on a trip as the guys in our family, and yeah. it was, okay, you're getting into adulthood yep. now. I'm not no longer going to tell you to do things. I'm going to ask you. You can make your own decisions, blah, 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 blah. blah. But I think... In my opinion, that was too early because then that gave me the sense of independence, but it also gave me, okay, I don't need you guys anymore. Yeah. And then that decade happened where I didn't need them yep. and I separated myself from them and I didn't go back yep. because now it was okay. I'm starting my own life. I'm doing this my own way. And especially once I started my own family, it was okay. Now I'm the head of the household and that's like, I don't need my parents to do anything for me now because I have to do all the things that they did for me. Yeah. Where I'm trying to work through that now, and I wanted—that's something I definitely want to do differently because I want specifically my son, Cooper, to know that I'm always there. Stop hitting the table. I, I, I want to hear that. <laughs> I'm driving hear that conversation. No. <laughs> yeah, like that's something I want to instill in him that I'm always there. Right, yeah, like I'm gonna give you your space, <clears throat> but always come back to me. Exactly, because I'm always here for you. But yeah. that,
2: yeah, and up, an important thing I would note is. Like, letting them know, obviously, that you're always there. Mm -hmm. But continue, like, the showing up for them never, never stops. No. I agree. Right? There's never a period of time, even when they're taking their Mm distance, like, they have their distance. There's never a time where, like, when they need you, you need to be there. Like, Mm -hmm. Like, that has to continue, even through those times where... You know they're in school or
1: university or whatever, and
2: you yeah. don't see them as
1: often. Like, and I think it's, it's asking them what's important to them too, like w- yeah. like you said, when they need you, right. yeah. that could be a swim meet if anybody swims. That could be like it could be anything, right? A school recital yeah. or yeah. something, and just being having that open dialogue of being like, what are you into? What are you doing? Yeah, and and, and because why? I'm, how can I be there? I think
2: my part of my point is like it doesn't.
1: I don't know. I don't know why I said swim
3: meat. I don't know why I it said swim meet. It was very
1: swim-y. specific. I was trying to be like generic.
3: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, swim meet? I, I don't know. We take uh, swimming very seriously. Swimming.
0: Serious. swimming. Yeah. I don't know. Meg was a swimmer, so it hit home with <laughs> me. Right. I was, like, I was rolling with yeah.
2: <laughs> Dave, Dave over here. Yeah. Goddammit! Yeah. No respect <laughs> for <laughs> swimmers, eh? Who I thought you farted. That's what I thought he was giggling about. I was like, just let, just
1: let it out, man. Anyways, I was just
2: saying, like, as a parent, don't get too comfortable where like you think okay i've put in the work yeah now i'm good yeah Yeah. i'll I'll reap the benefits yeah because then like the same thing will happen like when you grow up when they're older like if you don't keep putting in that work Mm -hmm. the same thing's going to happen like your kids aren't going to they're not going to come back that's a very valid as we've been talking about i think
0: it fuels the fire of chasing me time because that's what that is i think it's, it's it's independence, but it's chasing me time. I've done the yeah. work now. My kids are good. They're independent. Now it's time for me. But then your kids are still seeing that. Even though they're independent, they're seeing, like, okay, you've stepped off and now you're having me time. Ooh, that must be what I'm pursuing now. Right. And I think it becomes this revolving door of, okay, now that's what I should chase after. Interesting. Mm. Okay, so then that's I have a, a question. Point.
1: Okay. At what age... Do you force your kids to help you install Regal Ideas railings? Oh, oh
3: was I was so also good. coming up with a Regal Ideas thing. <laughs> Literally, right say, away. I was gonna say yeah, Speaking of like investing in your kids' childhood, mm. you should also in invest <laughs> in a
1: Regal Ideas <laughs> railing okay, earlier well, that was for also, your duck. Yeah, no, I mean, it was great. It was great. Y- if you want to vote mine oh. my blog or Dave's or blog, <laughs> leave, leave it review. in the comments,
0: <laughs> in the review,
1: whatever. If Spotify, put it in the comments. Everywhere else, find the review button. Button. I don't know.
3: <laughs> All that to say, Regal Ideas, thank you for uh sponsoring this. We have a no, new sponsor. Poss- we announcing? Well, I'm not announcing oh, it. I'm just teasing no. it. There's another, a new another. There's there's another sponsor yeah. that is uh coming happens. on board for the podcast, which we're really excited about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guys, Especially Dave. Yeah. I just want to say thank you to the three of you because mm. before we clicked record here, We literally had no idea what we were going to talk about. (laughs) I had an idea and I was like... Okay, I can start off with something like this. I haven't even brought that up, so I'm going to bank it for another one. Thank you to Pretzled Peanut Butter... And Mushrooms. ...for bringing us into this conversation. Also, drink responsibly. If you are uh, getting into different uh, drugs or narcotics, be careful and responsible with that as well. do in a safe place. But most importantly, have a friend group. We talk about this all Mm. the time. We talk about the group that we have together. We are... I'm abundantly blessed to have these people in our lives to, Mm, to be able to go through and experience this with the fact that I can get absolutely hammered at a client's house (laughs) with my buddies was like a dream Mm. and it was great, but also just be responsible about it and have some friends to have your back throughout it as well. And if you do need help, there is a lot of great places that you can reach out to for help. Joey's father-in-law is a member of AA, Mm -hmm. and he goes to a lot of those and sponsors people still. And he's seen uh, an amazing change in his life through that and the people that he's been able to help through that. So if you do have any problems with addiction, please reach out to help reach reach out to people for help. If you have a problem with words... Just stop talking. I <laughs> <laughs> made the sun. Well, right? <laughs> I was trying to be like very sincere. It was good. It, it, it was good. good? No, okay. it was, okay. uh, the message. Yeah. yeah. It was A very cool. good way to We're talking about up, like yesterday. having fun and getting hammered and doing different yeah. things. And still got to be responsible. Yeah. Got yeah, to exactly. be good. Yeah. You be good. We yeah. love you, Dave. I think. Yeah. I think
0: that was <laughs> good. Okay, thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> thanks Love you. That's like top three worst things you could put in your mouth right before podcast. Yeah. A salt pretzel.
1: Yeah. And then he's like, you pissed yourself. And I was like, what?
0: And I'm looking down, and I'm like, no.
1: He goes, yeah, you've got pissed. I didn't piss myself, but he told me that I did. (laughs) (laughs) So what's going to happen? He goes, you're probably (laughs) going to die. I have partied a lot this year. (laughs)